Oh, and just like a quick explanation of like what the Enneagram is. Essentially, it is uh, an ancient body of wisdom that identifies nine core personality types and how each sees and kind of interacts with the world. Um, each type has a really unique set of like personality traits, um, weaknesses, strengths, and it's incredibly accurate. It's insanely accurate. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by a nutritional therapist, Cassie Knavel, and professional esthetician and makeup artist, Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Rebel Heart Radio. I am so freaking stoked for today's episode. It's going to be so fun. We are in the thick of the holiday season and... We're going to talk about gifting for your Enneagram type or each Enneagram type. I'm so excited to talk about this. I am too. This is such a fun topic. Okay. Here's the disclaimer, everyone. We are not Enneagram experts. We are students of the Enneagram. We just love it. We geek out real hard. We love it very much. Um, As you can see by the many, many times it's referenced on the podcast. Uh, We just really like it. I just, I really wanted to put some thought down on how to gift for each Enneagram type because this is officially the lens in which I see everything now. <laughs> uh, ditto. Hashtag so sell it. <laughs> um, and so we're going to dig into gift giving for each Enneagram type today. And we're definitely going to do kind of a summary of each Enneagram type again. So if any of you are new to the Enneagram, don't worry. There's no precursor that you need before listening to this episode. But before we get into the episode, I am going to read our review of the week. And this week's review is from my girl, Becky Weiss. Love you, Becky. Hi, Becky. She's such a sweetie. Um, And she says, gems in each podcast. I've been learning from Cassie for a while now, and now her co-host, Genevieve. Enjoying this inspirational podcast with so much great info and fun banter each time girl we will bring the fun banter i was every like can't time. help it or even in like a serious topic and we can't help it <laughs> so good uh, well thank you so much for your review becky and taking that time we really appreciate you um and that's like an og i mean i think that review was from one of the first weeks that we launched wow, the podcast really? yeah we just oh, haven't read it yet good. so She's been with us the whole time. Doing it from the beginning. I'm so grateful. Love you, (laughs) Becky. Uh, And if you haven't yet, please go leave us a review for the podcast. I do not say this in vain. No. We need your reviews. We want your reviews. It means a lot. And we like honesty, too. We like some honesty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Please go over to iTunes and leave us a review for the podcast. I will put the link up for y'all in the show notes. Uh, but we need these reviews so people can see and hear about the podcast, learn more about it. The higher it's ranked, the better it's ranked. 
um, the more the, we can do, <laughs> the more we can do with this platform and the more we can share with you guys as we move forward with this thing. So we appreciate you. We appreciate your time and letting us be in your, in your ears every so single wonderful. week. It means a lot to us. Yeah. All right. I have to know what is up with you. We haven't been together in such a long time. <laughs> it's like this, for this the, amazing moment. For those of you listening, <laughs> a series of unfortunate circumstances have led us to a very happy event where we are recording in person together. And we're today. not mad about it. And we ain't mad. And we ain't mad about it. We ain't mad. We're too rad to be sad. Yeah, she I'm looks looking at, this. at <laughs> She's got a banner behind her. This is too rad to be sad, which you already know if you watch her Instagram stories, which you absolutely do. So it's, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> too rad to be sad. Tell what, myself that. What is up with me? Um, hammering out, dealing with some of these funky little symptoms yeah. that have been going on. Whatever the, it is. Yeah. A little <laughs> update from last week. If you guys haven't listened, um, I've just been dealing with some... Uh, uh, dizziness and some nausea and some aural pressure in my ear and uh kind of noticing some triggers and figuring that out which has been really good to have resolution really quickly because the first time this happened was like two weeks ago so to be able to kind of it's pretty quick like, work through some of that stuff yeah quickly was has been really nice um i did have a couple of days this last weekend basically most of the weekend i was kind of down and out um, but it was after going pretty hard on Saturday, had my first like holiday pop-up beauty counter pop-up mm-hmm. on Saturday. And it was just so fun to get out there and share what it is that we're doing and the mission that we're really, really trying to accomplish with beauty counter, which is getting the word out about the lack of transparency in the industry, mm-hmm. getting safe products out there, talking about the new legislation that's coming, which we'll be sharing more about on the podcast soon. Best told one-on-one for sure. Yeah. And so, and it, I got to share it with so many people that had no idea. And it was such a good reminder. I feel like so many times when we stand in the space of, you know, holistic nutrition or, you know, non-toxic skincare, clean beauty, lifestyle stuff, you know, people who talk about meditation and crossfit or whatever you know <laughs> that was great all crossfit of crossfit and meditation <laughs> yeah i mean you, if you do crossfit you should also do meditation uh, but i you know i think it's so easy for those of us who are steeped in this community to think that everyone knows this information mm-hmm. and it's just always such a good reminder to me when i get out there in the community and share this information that most people don't know like mm-hmm. we we think that the you know the one percent that we see on social media you know a hundred percent of our social media is the one percent yeah because we're choosing to follow based well, on our interests yeah we're creating community like I, <clears throat> yep. it's so easy like-mindedness yeah. yes and that and so you know we see this i don't know about you but you know half the people i watch on stories all share the same posts in their stories you know they're sharing their own personal stuff but when they reshare a post it's like the same post that's being reshared across yeah um, and you know, we all have that like mindedness, um, you know, among, you know, people in the holistic nutrition space and within beauty counter. So it's just such a good reminder to step out, do some in-person teaching, mm-hmm. remind myself how much I love that mm-hmm. and how much it's needed because mm-hmm. this is just stuff that people don't know about. It's not it's common crazy. knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so here's a call to action with that for you guys. Cause I can't sit here and not give y'all a call to action. <laughs> Hello. Enneagram eight. <laughs> um, if you are loving the podcast and you have someone in your life who you know 
Maybe you've wanted to talk to them about holistic nutrition. Maybe you've wanted to talk to them about some lifestyle changes they could make or maybe about the Enneagram or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. If there's something that resonates with you and you've listened to an episode and thought, oh my gosh, like my father-in-law would absolutely love that. Or, you know, maybe we should say mother-in-law. We're mostly here for women. (laughs) That's mostly who we're talking to because that's who we are. Um, But if you have someone who you know would benefit from listening to at least just like one episode of the podcast, do me a favor, hop in your phone, write meow. This podcast will keep playing while you do it. Sure, sure. And go send the episode to someone. You know what it can also do? Share in your Instagram stories. It's a beautiful conversation opener is, hey, will you listen to this and then I want to talk to you about it next time I see you or I want to hear your thoughts I want to know what you're thinking yeah I've done that several times with people in even even my family where I'm like what do you think about this genuinely because I kind of don't really know where to start I don't want them to think I'm accusing them of not leading that or like it's more of like hey there's this whole world that's living this lifestyle like what do you think about it and you know it's a beautiful way to just let us talk for you at first and then it can let us be your third party validation yes yes, we are here for you for that Mm -hmm. um an episode that comes to mind for that is like the heavy metals and color cosmetics episode 100 percent digestion for sure um the oils Um, the healthy fats ones yep healthy cooking fats Mm -hmm. we made that very simple and very approachable for a reason for a reason any of the skin typing series skin typing series so good go share some of those so anyways side note call the action of course (laughs) it's me Uh, (laughs) plural it's me it's me it me (laughs) all right jen what's up with you girl what's up with me i'm i'm in this interesting space with my parenting where i've got an almost 10 year old and a six and a half year old almost Mm. six and a half year old and I'm noticing my almost 10 year old is starting to have some (sighs) pre-puberty attitude and I'm entering this new stage of parenting where I'm like okay take a deep breath like (laughs) there's like there's a lot to teach here in a lot of ways and so and there's also like gosh raising human beings is hard man like there's just so Side note, he's entering this space where we're, he's asked questions about things. You know, he has a lot of questions about how babies are made. Why do women have different body parts? Like, and it's very intelligent questions when they're they good come. questions. Yeah, they're good questions, <laughs> but they don't, they're not a quick answer. And you can't say, I'll tell you when you get older. Like, <laughs> like they're like, he's you, there. you said that four years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's there. And so we had this really interesting conversation of what, um, how a woman carries a baby. Cause he's like, I literally don't understand how mm. is there a human being that grows inside like can she eat can you eat like what, how do you go to the bathroom kind <laughs> of i mean it kind of squishes things i know and so i showed him a cross section like i really went straight to anatomy and physiology because that's well, where my yeah. brain goes like. let's talk about let's talk about this from a science perspective yes that'd and be like, great and this is a uterus this is a vagina this is all these things and he was just like starting to get really uncomfortable i'm like buddy this is just like talking about an elbow and a nose and yeah you don't talk about it all the time and it may not be appropriate to talk about it loudly in your classroom but that doesn't make it any different mm-hmm. as far as like there's no shame here exactly and so and, and we've openly talked about like the anatomy physiology like what things are actually called for such a long time but that's just never applied to him and so he's got questions about it now and so we had this conversation about what a uterus is and what the size change and i showed him how size changes and he was just like what oh my god like, it was just like <laughs> how how and I was like showed him my stretch marks and I was like well this is how <laughs> I'm like it grows and there's nothing you can do about it and I'm like it's a very different feeling and he's like I can't I'm so glad I'm not a girl 
And I was like, me actually, too, buddy, me too. I know. I was like, actually, it's it's a really beautiful thing. But it all started from the conversation around menstruation and things mm. like that. And so it was this really like and he was just like he couldn't have had the conversation. Like We, we had to have it right then. Like I couldn't have brought it up later because he had genuine questions and he was, it makes him uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> and so we have that going on on top of having conversations of how to manage your time because he's we don't want to be so un plugged from technology that he can't relate to his peers like that's really important to us we want him to be able to live in and relate to his peers and his generation and they're consuming a lot of media they're consuming a lot of technology right and i'm just like ah it makes me so uncomfortable because i understand the implications i understand the blue light implications Mm -hmm. i I understand so much like they are getting blue light blocking glasses for christmas this speaking of which i'm gonna put mine on right now yeah that's a good idea i'm trying not to look at my screen because mine mine are upstairs but it it, there's just so much about their development and all the things that are going on with him that we're having to have this conversation of like you know time management and you know i don't want to be i don't want to have to i'm not going to mommy him into responsibility like i can teach him and you know so it's we're having this hard battle right now of understanding like when he gets home from school i know your homework's done because he is a doer he's a tasker like he might be an enneagram three i can't really decide where he's at on that scale yet but when he knows what is to be done he goes and does almost too fast i'm like slow down you're like gonna break something (laughs) like he does all the dishes he does all his homework he makes sure his room's clean he gets his laundry started if there's any and he's like okay i'm done can i have the tv and i'm like usually you can expect your children to kind of defect on those tasks like they'll get halfway through them and you're like ah the list is too long that's how lucy they'll never get to it that's how lucy is and then she gets distracted and does a craft in her room instead i'm like beautiful exactly what this stay is there paxton for. is like nope. zeroed in he's like i i will do this and i will get what i want which is why i think he might be a three but he also has a lot of nine tendencies i was gonna say he might be like a nine wing eight i thought about that many times yeah especially you know what you'll find interesting about this the other thing that we're really dealing with that we've noticed is probably him stepping into like changes in his body is he gets really angry Mm. like really angry over kind of small things or frustration like i have to tell this story because it's so applicable to most so many parents so he's at this age where he we're giving him more responsibilities around the house because he needs to learn how to do things before he's on his own like when do you take out the garbage and how do you do that well without spilling things and you, you know how do you clean a dish really well which is taking years to teach him <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i pulled something out to cook something and i'm like did you I'm seriously worried about your eyesight. I feel like there are some grown adults who still need that lesson too. (laughs) So true. I know a few. So true. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I am continuing to grow a human being. It's it's like, he's got to have these experience of like failure to know that this is not right. And knowing that this is not acceptable, you know, anyway, he gets the garbage. Well, first of all, I come downstairs to get lunches ready for school and he had already done his lunch. I'm like, thank you, bud. Like, I so appreciate that. What's in your lunch? We looked through it and I was like, thank you. Totally did the thing. I look at the garbage and it was already full, but we hadn't taken it out yet. And he just like shoved everything on top and it had all fallen out on the ground. And I'm like, so you could take out the garbage, you know, like shove it down and pull it out and take it out. And he's just like, oh, okay. Like he doesn't complain much, but he's just like, hey, he goes over to the garbage and he pulls it out and it's heavy for him. And he drags it on the ground and it gets a hole in it. And whatever was in the garbage decided to leak. And you guys, like, he drug it from the back of my house to the front of my house. No, no. In 
the most disgusting trail of disgustingness from the garbage bag. Nothing fell out, but something had gone goopy. Oh, it was. And I was like, he got almost to the door and I was like, whoa, stop. And I was like, did you look behind you? Wait, why are you dragging it? Like, what are you doing? And he immediately got defensive and he got angry at me. And he was just like, how do you expect me to take out the garbage? And he's not like that. Like, he's not like it's so outside his personality. That he's it's a, such a sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart, you guys. Like he to the point where I'm just like my heart like all the time. And he immediately was like, well, how do you expect me to lift this garbage? It's so heavy. Like, why can't you take it out? I mean, he just went off. And I was like, oh, but, but. <laughs> like I was so taken back by how he was reacting that it's because it's so outside his character. Like Lucy would have done that <laughs> in a heartbeat, but not him. And I was just like. Okay, first of all, I'm not, I'm frustrated at the situation because we're so close to taking you to school because I'm you're not going to clean that up. I'm going to clean that up and it's going to take me a big chunk of my morning to get this cleaned up cuz it was so much. It was so much, you guys. It's like, "Oh my gosh." And um and I had to like sweep the floor around it because it was stuff that hadn't been swept in a while cuz it was down a hallway. <sighs> tile, hopefully. It was just it fortunately it was just tile. But grout and yeah, okay. Anyway, and it was interesting viewing him from this standpoint of, okay, so not only are we teaching him how to adult in like a kind of basic responsibility of like cleaning and noticing things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. And we're also having a conversation around time management. We're also having a conversation around feelings. Is that not like the trifecta of hard things for adults to do too? Yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh. Especially I've- when little things feel so hard mm-hmm. and they bring out emotions that you don't think they should too exactly and you're like oh, God. and i feel so ill-equipped you guys no oh. i'm at this stage in life where i'm like teaching him to do things that i feel like i have no business teaching him <laughs> i'm like okay <clears throat> i'm preaching to the choir here like i understand like there's a lot of things that i don't understand about like dealing because i was thinking about it and things that really light me up that get me like tr- hair trigger angry mm-hmm. i still struggle with like that moment of realization of like where is this coming from? Like, why do I feel like this? Like, take a deep breath. Like, that, that's so hard to teach a kid to do when you struggle with it yourself. It's mm-hmm. like, so long story short, we're doing well. I'm glad Halloween's over. I'm glad we're entering into the holiday season. We're also entering into cold and flu season, which is really tough for my kiddos' bodies. And we're, we had to do, um, we had to do a clean out with Paxton recently because he was getting to the point where um, he was too nauseous to eat. Mm. And when it gets to that point with his EE, it's like he's his doctor is like, it's time to do a clean out. So we have to keep him home from school and do a clean out and let him recover over the weekend because mm-hmm. we have to like reintroduce food that's really mushy and like kind of like step him into and hopefully like heal like anything that was going on. And like he's he's doing so much better. And I'm so glad we have that process. But um, I basically decided the day before we're going to do a clean out tomorrow, which totally changes your schedule. So it's like on top of like normal like child raising things, there's been like some physical challenges and I'm mm. I'm so grateful to have the knowledge that I have around it though, because otherwise we would have just, you know, grinned and bared it all the way through the holiday season of like digestive issues and it also affects his attitude. It really does. It like you you can think about it, he's uncomfortable like all the time. So I'm like, if I can get him to a place where he's not <laughs> uncomfortable, then fantastic. So I'm just I'm so grateful for the knowledge, but um I look forward to the distraction of the holiday season a little bit, if I'm being honest. So good. That's that's basically where I'm at. Parenting is hard. I have more updates on parenting later. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, let's dig into some gifting for each Enneagram type. This is the fun stuff. This is the fun stuff. So I'm going to do a little primer on every single type as we move through it. Um, rather than talking about all the types initially. If you guys want to dig into the Enneagram a little bit more, you can listen to episodes 44 and 45. We're definitely going to be um, digging more into the Enneagram in the new year on the podcast, which we're so, so excited for. No, this, not. Is, <laughs> this is not an Enneagram podcast, but we really love it. And you guys are here for it. You said you want more Enneagram. It's you true. told us explicitly. So <laughs> we're providing it. So this is something I, this is totally selfish. I'm really excited for this. <laughs> when she said she wanted to do and this, I, I was like, yes. asked my friends who are each of these types. Oh, I love that. Some questions too around it. Not every single one. Cause I felt like some, I was like, yeah, we got that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but a couple of people who I was like, mm, this might be hard to figure out. So um, type one is what we're going to start with, which was totally backwards. Usually you start with like nine or eight or whatever. We're Sometimes start, even two. Or, we're going to yeah. start with one today because we're just going to love on Numerical the ones. order. We're going to get started. We're not going <laughs> to let those ones procrastinate. I feel like they need to be perfectionists. So type ones are, oh, and just like a quick explanation of like what the Enneagram is. Essentially, it is uh, an ancient body of wisdom that identifies nine core personality types and how each sees and kind of interacts with the world. Um, each type has a really unique set of like personality traits, um, weaknesses, strengths, and it's incredibly accurate. It's insanely accurate. If you want to figure out your type, I will link to a test that you guys can take in the show notes. Um, I finally found a free one that I think I like. And then I would say, here's the caveat to all of that. Uh, if you f take the test and you get a couple of answers back, which you will, mm -hmm. unless you're like really very your type and you are positive. Hit me. Right. Um, and me. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the description for my type and I knew that was me. Same. Like I didn't have to take a test. I actually never did. Um, even though I bought it, I never took it. I had I just gave it to my husband to take instead. <laughs> so um, I will link to that. But I would really recommend actually reading The Road Back to You, um, mm. an Enneagram, Enneagram journey of to self-discovery. And it's Ian Morgan Cron and Susan Stabile's book. And it is, again, I will always say this on Christian audio, but it's not a preachy book. Like it's just, that's, it's kind of the center of it. And there's a little bit of scripture in the book, but it's not heavily leaning toward like a Christian audience. So Sweet. I will say that. So if you want to dig into the Enneagram a little more, I would go that direction. So back to type one, they are sometimes called the perfectionist. I like to call them the reformer. Mm -hmm. Um and perfectionists, they're kind of rule followers with a serious penchant for all things practical. Mm -hmm. I love me some ones. Mm -hmm. Love me some ones. Um, and they would most likely, I think, appreciate a gift that will help them improve and or add efficiency to their lives. Ooh, that makes sense. Because yeah. they're always kind of seeking improvement in all areas. Mm -hmm. And this, I have a very close friend who's a one. Um, and she kind of talked about you know, what's a gift that I can use to kind of improve myself, but also in conjunction, like improve the world. And I was like, wow, Whoa. <laughs> we're going, we're going deep. So that's a lot of responsibility. Right. <laughs> so the deep dive for, for ones is a gift that helps them kind of continue to advance with what they are, who they are, what they do, what's important to them. So I think it still has to be really specific. Yeah. Right. So, um, I think, 
I don't know if this is good advice or not, but you're going to have to know your one in your life and what it is that they're like on a quest to do and how can you support them in that. Um, and I would say you often, ones really often feel like they can't really do things they want to do until after what should be done is taken care of first. So a gift that aims to kind of relieve the weight of their perceived responsibility can be a really good place to start. Oh, that sounds lovely. Um, practical stuff is like gym memberships, cooking classes, um, gift cards to Home Depot for our DIY oh gosh, friends. That applies to so many of my ones that I know. I know. Um, and you know, I, you know, the one that's in my life, love you, friend. You know who you are. Uh, would I'm sure would love something that would help the improve the aesthetic of like her home. Because that's something she's really on a quest to perfect currently. That makes sense. Um, and so that uh, a couple of things that I that I thought of. Um, there's a really cool desk calendar from Sugar Paper for 2020 that I really liked. Oh, desk calendar! Uh, and I'll I'll link to that in the show notes for you guys. And then I also found um, a letter sorter from Anthropology. And it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So it's kind of those things that will amplify some organization but also with aesthetics in mind so like the ones i know Mm -hmm. in my life they want practical things to also be beautiful Mm, and i I really appreciate that i I know i really appreciate that um regardless of your type i think a lot of us do uh and so uh, gift certificates for any of those things i kind of listed i think would be good Mm. so and i love the idea of gifting something that's practical but maybe I think sometimes I've noticed with some of my one friends is that it's difficult for them to spend money on their home uh-huh. because it's like, well, I could do without because a lot of times with home decor and the way things yeah. look in a house, it's just about the aesthetic. And yeah, I might have a functional purpose, but like, do I really like I hear them saying this? Do I really need that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so what if you don't need it? It is practical. So it feeds into that and yeah. it's beautiful. And so it'll feel it's this moment of ah when they do have that but they Mm -hmm. rarely do it for themselves unless they're like that's their profession or unless they're getting ready to sell their home i've noticed that also with the ones in my life (laughs) they do nothing with their house until it's time to like up the value (laughs) that's amazing right oh my gosh so i uh, i was also thinking too you know think of something that your um your one friend or family member would love and then kind of like amplify the quality a little bit Mm. so if you know they would love like a really beautiful sweater get them like a freaking cashmere sweater or yeah you know like Mm -hmm. step up the quality because I noticed they'll kind of you know head toward perfection and then settle for less when it comes to things yeah because of practicality and budget and things and not being able to prioritize themselves as much yep so you know ones are also in the gut triad so they're always mm. checking their gut for the mm-hmm. intuition there. Um, let's talk about twos. Hi, it's Jen. I'm a two. <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm a two. So twos are considered the helpers or the givers. Um, they really are givers to the core, even if it means they end up neglecting their own self-care. Buh. Whoops. Nah. <laughs> it's a learned process. Also, <laughs> I see you. Um <laughs> So encourage the generous and thoughtful twos in your life, those loved ones, to take care of themselves with some sort of thing that will kind of relieve any sort of lack of self-care, pent-up tension. Um, But don't be surprised if they offer it back to you first. (laughs) 
That's like the caveat. Did you try this? You should try it. Oh, you should try it. You should have a turn with this first. Are you sure you want to give me this gift certificate? Can I do your hair with this? I love it so much, but I would love, I think it would look great with your hair. Yeah. So some practical suggestions, and this is just like a funny one that I thought of for twos, but a gift that they can actually re-gift. And when she read it. I was like, actually, and the the other side of that might actually be a gift that they couldn't possibly regift, like as their name, <laughs> or on a it. gift that something that kind of riff off of that. Sometimes a gift that they can have with their family, mm, yeah, a gift sh- that includes yeah. them, like doing something with their family, is. Yep. A beautiful thing because most twos are very into their family. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the deep dive, um, I would say like one thing that most people don't know about twos is that they tend to believe, and this is like so heart wrenching for me, that in order to be loved, that they must be meeting the needs of others. So they think they need to meet your needs in order for you to love them. And this is how I knew I was a two because I was like, gross. That sounds gross. <laughs> sounds Which, and we all we all have the things, you know. That's oh, the yeah. thing about the nine types. We all have something. Um and you know, so twos tend to be always in this place where they have to be giving something where they feel like they can receive love in return which leads for them to be really out of touch with their own wants or needs. And Mm -hmm. I think one of the beautiful self-growth paths of a two is to get more in touch with what they want and what they need. And then step two, vocalizing that. Which is, guess what? Our places of integration or growth, like when twos lean into that four wing, Mm -hmm. not four wing, but they lean into that four place of integration. Fours are fantastic at knowing themselves. Oh, yes. Like they're, that is dare I say their superpower is that they know who they are they're okay with the good the bad the ugly and when I lean into that and I'm much more aware of myself I am a happier more whole human being um but it's really hard because I don't go there naturally I have to work at it right and I think knowing that twos can kind of often forget themselves in the pursuit of kind of helping others and being in service to others I think a really well-purposed gift can be just incredible and something specific that you said that really resonated with me was like seeking out experiences that you can experience with others yeah and so I think considering a gift that kind of allows them to maybe uncover some of their own wants or needs um, and helps them kind of attend to themselves maybe yeah but also that um, kind of integrates them having to take care of themselves in some way. So th- a couple of ideas, and this was a really good point when we were talking about the episode before we jumped into it. Um, you know, I said like, what about like a massage gift certificate or a spa day experience? And please share with us your response. Uh, yeah. When she said that, I was like, um, so <laughs> that's happened to me. I don't use it. I just don't. I go, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And I'm literally, I am, but l- literally setting the side, the time aside, to schedule the appointment and then show up for the appointment is Mm -hmm. so hard for me because there's always especially if you're a mother but even if you're busy in your career or you're going to school there is all for a two there's always something else that needs to quote-unquote needs to be done right and you're not going to take that time for yourself and so while it's a beautiful thing it almost has to come with a caveat of like here's this gift for you uh 
let's schedule it and like walk them through scheduling like I can totally see you doing that for me as being like I'm gonna sit next to you until we, we get this scheduled and once it's scheduled I'll follow through with it it's just the process of like making the space yeah. calling up and making the appointment blah 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 you're because I mean even in that action mm-hmm. you're having to prioritize yourself yes. which you're exa- again not gonna do which is no. the point of the gift in the first place yes so I love the idea of if you have a friend who's a two or a family member who's a two and you want them to have some time to themselves indulge in it yourself and have some time to yourself as well go Mm -hmm. do a spa day together one of my favorite things that I ever did was I had a spa day with a friend that was getting married Mm -hmm. and I couldn't attend any of her stuff but I was doing her hair and makeup and I was in the bridal party but for I think it was my work schedule I literally couldn't make her bridal shower I couldn't make her and I was like girl I just I feel so panicking and she goes stop she goes we're we're gonna go get pedicures at this spa together anyway she's like I really just want time with you and I was like okay it was a really expensive spa and it's like one of my most favorite memories because we're sitting in these chairs together in this beautiful spa in our robes and these chairs that were like reclined backwards I mean this is not just the cookie cutter like chairs stacked next to each other it was like legit and honestly I wouldn't have had that experience had somebody not been like we're gonna go have this together Mm -hmm. you know yes so good so I think anything that involves an experience um, but gets them a little bit of self-care in the process would be good. So if you're married to it too, or you're partnered up with it too, oh, maybe like that. couples massage situation. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also could just do that with your bestie. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and I also, I have a couple of twos in my life that I know literally do not need anything. Like they, <laughs> if I got them something, they would be like, why did you waste your money? They're tapping into their eight. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that that one of my two buddies mentioned was um, uh, essentially giving uh, gifts from brands that it, it basically integrate giving back into their business model so mm. they can kind of justify that. Um, and there's lots of um, options out there. We're going to talk about a few of them in next week's episode on kind of thoughtful gifting and um, gifting intentionally and kind of emotional intelligence around all of that and the mm-hmm. psychology of gift giving. But I think this could be a really interesting one and like making a charitable don- donation to like an organization that you know, they care about or mm-hmm. a cause, you know, they care about, yeah, I think beautiful. it'd be really great. The other thing I was going to suggest was a home cleaning Which, and then, oh, yeah. right. And then Genevieve's uh, response to that was essentially um, to ask that too. When's a good day to get your house cleaned <laughs> and then you schedule it for them. Yeah. That's so a- have them give you a few days and then you get it on the books for them that again be in the, because then they're not required to, um, essentially prioritize themselves right and i struggle with this too actually Mm -hmm. uh okay type three is called the reformer also called the achiever um i think threes are really driven to um uh, and success oriented so they're really fueled by their desire to achieve um on a professional level on a personal level um, and let's be real. That means they probably are also fueled by coffee. Like, so this is I when I think of the threes in my life, I automatically think of coffee or some other sort of energizing beverage, mm-hmm. which is so funny. 
um all of the threes in my life are like love love tea love coffee one or the other and yeah, i'm a wing i'm a wing three and i i feel that and i definitely have some threes <laughs> in my life who avoid caffeine because mm-hmm. hashtag holistic nutrition this is what we right do. <laughs> right uh so it's not everyone in that category but essentially like so i think some practical and really fun suggestions for a three could be um they love like threes love brand name things oh yeah like a status symbol things and yeah. we all know like we're not collecting our value from that we get yeah. it but we like nice stuff or um, quality even just knowing yeah. that it's really good yeah quality. yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so one of the things um like anything that promotes productivity like technology so um, true. i was thinking about like backstage passes because it's like exclusive ah uh, like, yeah it's know. an experience and it's exclusive. yeah to a, to a cool mm-hmm. show or something or, like or that. sitting in a suite for like a, a basketball game yeah like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. So if we dig into kind of the deeper dive with threes, they're really success oriented. They're always moving. They're always trying to accomplish things. Um, They can really tend to believe that who they are is defined by what they do. Um, And I know it probably makes the threes in my life really uncomfortable, but I always like to make sure they know and i literally will tell them you're not defined by what you do and they're like, like yes these are the in my head <laughs> these are these are the character qualities about you that i love um so i think words of affirmation are big with a lot of threes because it's that like looking for approval and achievement mm-hmm. and so they can really think again that love is more about what they do than who they are so i would consider a gift that helps them kind of slow down and kind of re-engage and just be if and they're open to that <laughs> there's some threes in my life that would be like how dare you yeah i am busy <laughs> <laughs> so it just depends yeah. but i would say this could really look like um just acknowledging things that you love about them apart mm-hmm. from productivity apart from achievement apart from results mm-hmm. um and do something together that has no value other than the act of doing it together mm-hmm. so the way you could appeal to a three is like take them to dinner at like a real nice restaurant that would be yeah mm-hmm. really nice restaurant i like to do experiences with my three buddies mm-hmm. um uh going just good quality food yeah Yeah. also going on a really awesome hike where the view at the top is just bonkers like Mm -hmm. so good at the top (laughs) i love i mean love 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 we have the columbia river gorge out here and there's so many hikes that you have like this gorgeous view of the whole Mm -hmm. gorge when you get up at the top um and then i usually i can like you can incorporate a gift into that too for sure totally um so on some of the like practical gifting side of things all the threes in my life love a freaking instant pot they love some that. instant pots so efficient super efficient yeah get that they done. love efficiency mm-hmm. right saves them time maybe they a little more... cook once book with it yes instant pot plus mm-hmm. cook once eat all week mm-hmm. god i love that so much you're so, so much. good <laughs> um i would say like coffee or some sort of coffee subscription where Ooh, like they get a continual that's also really efficient right like automatic withdrawal automatic services, payment like that's services all the, mm-hmm. that just come to make your life easier yeah. so you can kind of appeal to the slow down with a cup of coffee like mm-hmm. try to relax i would get them maybe like a really nice mug a little mm-hmm. coffee subscription um i am really super digging the full focus planner from michael hyatt it i mean it Holy, looks amazing i mean yeah I am getting one for myself. Oh. I definitely channel a three in my life. Uh, <laughs> and then I would say um, even like a little gift um, basket with like some Four Sigmatic products. So like Four Sigmatic, mm. they have really great um, 
like basically superfood drink situations that have mushrooms and immune mm, boosting stuff mm-hmm. in them. So if your person is not a coffee person, but they like matcha, the Four Sigmatic Mushroom Matcha Drink Mix is so good. Mm, so, mm-hmm, so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then Kinto makes a really cool travel mug that I thought you could kind of pair with some of these things too. But, you know, basically for a three, like yeah, anything travel would be really great for things because they're on the they're go. They're on the go all the time. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't like travel, you know, to lots of different, like they're just on the go all the time anyway. So having like smaller things mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. they can take with them, things that make their life more efficient, easier. And I think, you know, like we said, like things that allow them to like really slow down, engage and simply be, I think have to be forced into an experience mm-hmm. <laughs> because a three will go on the experience with you. But if you tell them to do the experience or you try to facilitate that again this is kind of in the 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 two space but for different reasons like Mm -hmm. good luck slowing down a three yeah no way good luck no yeah there's no way so go on a vacation together you guys my dad's (laughs) and then take their laptop away my dad is like the quintessential three oh my gosh like he's so it's what thursday he's been in three states already this week (laughs) first of all that sounds terrible and he's like no it's super efficient he's like i go to work monday through friday so my dad travels for work he's he's an an executive and he's always traveling all the time and he's just all over the place all the time and we were like kind of worried about him because he's not he's not a young pup anymore and we're like there's a lot of travel and he's just like he's like well we'll just see how it goes and he is so happy (laughs) he's so happy because it's so efficient and so that's why i said travel size can be really great for a three because one it's efficient Two, they know that they can get what they need out of it because it's like compact and it can go anywhere. And my, my dad honestly needs something that can travel quickly. But it, when he comes home, he's like, Netflix and chill is a real thing for threes. It's like when they're going to disengage, they need to literally zone out. So I'm maybe the same way. So maybe turn your brain off with something that's like, yes. like, I feel like threes and eights both love really bad TV. I was just kidding. <laughs> Really, you won't relate to this. I love bad TV. Right. <laughs> no. Do you know what my dad watches? So he taught himself how to speak Spanish. This is my dad. <laughs> so he taught himself how to speak Spanish by doing like Rosetta Stone and like talking to people that speak Spanish. Took a class at the community college, which I was like, how do you have time for this? You don't have time for this. Okay. Um, He's a three. He has time for everything. Uh-huh. He watched nothing. Spanish soap operas. <laughs> I walked by his room where he's got his TV and I and I would, it was literally like the most like... And my dad is the hugest sports fan. He is the... But he's watching me- Spanish soap opera. But he's... Yes. Like, he is so into sports. Like, we only have cable because he watches sports. Like, we don't... All of us don't really participate. And he's like, I have to have access to my sports. That's how my dad is. <laughs> and then he's sitting here watching a Spanish soap opera. I digress. But it's... um What I've noticed for him is something also might be good is maybe um gift card subscription to something like Netflix, Hulu, mm. Disney Plus that just launched, which... I you guys like all my dreams have come true disney plus anyway if you're somebody that needs that unplug moment or you're a three or if you know somebody that's like that having an unplug moment yes might be really really helpful for them to like yeah slow down for a sec that's a really good point i love that all of us who are going 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 need some reasons to unplug it's really bad tv the turning (laughs) the turning the brain off yeah a hulu subscription Mm -hmm. a netflix subscription you can do hulu disney plus and ESPN. I can't even one I, monthly. Listen, I cannot talk about Disney Plus right now. I it blew up. The internet broke. <laughs> I can't go there. Okay, type four. Let's go to type four. Uh, type four is the individualist. Um, mm. They're very sensitive. They can be really poetic. 
and they, they place, hate that about themselves, guys. I'm just saying. Well, some of them, yeah. Some um, of them are They like, place Ugh. a really high value on depth, mm-hmm. emotion, um, some nostalgia, some... So much nostalgia. Not, well, some not because mm. of childhood shenanigans mm. that have mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that with a couple of fours in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think whether or not you're the four in your life kind of considers themselves an artist chances are I think they would appreciate some sort of like creative release and I think that's just very specific to the human again uniqueness right Mm -hmm. uh individualist that you're uh that you're in relationship with so the two fours that I know are very different extremely different could not be more different um and actually your mom's a four too so I know Mm three uh fours and so uh but I think really just really unique and thoughtful gifts for that person that show them that you really thought about it yeah like something that's really rare very specific to their interests um handmade things that are meaningful one of a kind or a really well-planned experience an experience Mm -hmm. that would specifically hit things that they know that they need yeah i don't know, you know if this is a four need. thing but the travel bug is a real thing for several fours that i know like they yeah. just need to see i think something that's different. the i think that's the uniqueness thing the yeah. individualist thing though yeah. too um i know our friend heather who is a four she loves to travel yeah and she just she'll go through seasons where she's like oh my gosh i need to go somewhere so <laughs> um and she's like she's too. figured out you know sometimes that like a weekend trip or a day trip can be just exactly what she needs and then mm-hmm. sometimes she's like she's got to grab her husband they need to like go to a different state yeah Mm -hmm. um and go explore and you know it's really interesting to watch like she she's so good at you know making it happen for herself and knowing that it doesn't have to be anything fancy specifically for her it's just like she just needs to go have that experience same yeah it doesn't need Um, to be at least that's my outsider's perspective yeah it doesn't need to be status or um anything that they they feel like they could brag about it's right I mean, some of my mom's favorite gifts I've given her have been off the cuff. It's been like, you need this gift. Like, this is so you. Or Mm -hmm. like, I really think you. And even if it's something she doesn't love, it's if I come at her with like, I think you really like this. I hope you like it. I thought of you when I saw it. She just like, but she's also gifts are her love language too. So Amen, sister. Yeah, me too. And I feel you in the same way. And I think one of the reasons why we're going through this from this, from the Enneagram perspective is you know, I think a lot of us have learned about the Enneagram and kind of figured out who the people, who the, you know, the folks who are close to us, like what their types are. Mm-hmm. Maybe we've typed them in our head. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they've dug into it with you and you know, you know, a lot of my good friends know their Enneagram types and I know their Enneagram types because we also work together, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is an additional layer that allows you just to be more thoughtful about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. Um, so kind of like, a, a, again, deeper dive into fours, they tend to believe that there's something inherently missing about them that everyone else seems to have mm-hmm. um which is terrible it's gonna be an awful feeling <laughs> I, I and it's like i see so much beauty and uniqueness in fours mm-hmm. when i look at them i'm like oh you have things that no one else does like mm-hmm. i feel the opposite way mm-hmm. about the fours in my life um but they really want to stand out and not necessarily be center of attention but they mm-hmm. want to be different mm-hmm. um, and be special and unique. So mm-hmm. I would really consider a gift that shows them you were thinking about them, specifically them, um, something that helps them experience meaning and depth. 
um, take note of ways in which they kind of tend to express themselves. Yeah. Like what's their creative path? Where, where like, do they go? Their, what do they identify as? That yeah. That would be really important for Yeah. Fours. What's their job? What do they do? What do they like to do in their free time? What do hobbies look like? Um, and help them kind of live into that natural mm-hmm. path that they've already decided. Mm-hmm. Like help facilitate something they've already made a decision for. Mm-hmm. Um, and a gift that I think really helps them give themselves to the world I think would be incredibly valuable. So a lot of these fours in our lives, like I've seen you gain so much joy from seeing how your mom figured out to put herself out there in the world. And you can't tell them. Like, and man, and like, I see <laughs> that I like, let's just love letter to Heather right now. <laughs> I see that in Heather too. When she puts herself out there into the world, I'm like, Holy crap. Like you're occupying a space that no one else does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so, I think it's so beautiful. So anything that you can help them be in that space, we have some lighthearted gifts that you can totally do. Some fours would loathe some of these. So just know that very, like, this yeah. is very specific. Identity. I can't drive that mm-hmm. enough with fours because I've known several fours in my life that they would hate the gifts that I gave for this person for that person. Correct. It's all about identity. Like yeah. what do they like my mom identifies herself as a grandmother and mother mm. like heavily. Like it was really hard for her when she was an empty nester for okay. about 10 years. And then um and then an artist mm-hmm. and then an intellectual. Those Ooh, are the three yes. things that she identifies herself as. And so when I the most favorite gift I gave her, I actually gave it to her for Christmas last year is over about like a six, seven month period. Um, I wrote into this little book that was like fill in the blank where mm-hmm. it was like and it was to grandma. And so I did it to, from kids and grandchildren where they got to fill in the blank where it was like, I love it when you blank and you you always make the best blank mm-hmm. and you make me laugh the most when you blank and you fill it in. And it was a pretty thick little thing, but I collected it over time. And when I gave it to her, she bawled like a baby. Aww. Like she was just like, this is the best gift you I've ever made. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but because she first and foremost identifies as a grandmother mm-hmm. and a mother, that fed into like yeah. mom jewelry means a lot to her because oh, interesting. she's like, I'm a mother, you know, mm. but that doesn't apply to very many fours. There's a lot of fours that that's just not applicable, you know? Yeah. So how do they identify and kind how of digging into that? That's awesome. Um, I think uh, fueling some creativity for them could be really cool. But again, mm-hmm. in a path they've already chosen. Yes. So like, let's say they're, they're learning to play the guitar. Maybe gift them some lessons with someone who you know is a great teacher. Some killer picks. Um, <laughs> if they already are dabbling in pottery, then mm. maybe get them a couple of pottery classes. Mm. Um, cooking classes, if that's something they want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I had a four once gift me an adult coloring book and I wanted to punch them in the face. No, I'm <laughs> See, I would have been like, ooh, where do we get all my colorings out? Like, <laughs> this was not Heather because Heather knows me well. If any, I mean, go follow Healthful with Heather. She's on Instagram. She's our good friend. She's Amazing. been on the podcast a few times. Um, but I, like, fours are just the, like, they're the most rare number. Yeah. So I have to, in this case for me, think about really specific, specific people. Yeah. Same. Um, in my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, and the other four didn't want me to mention their name. So I'm not sure. going to. Um, <laughs> but I will say, um, I would, if you can find a really beautiful, like, ceramicist, someone who does either works locally or does really beautiful so pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been really um, digging on Hanselman pottery lately. Mm-hmm. They have beautiful planters. They have this really cool cup that's called a thumb cup where Ooh. it has, like, a little divot. It's like an imperfect, beautiful divot on the side where you can kind of throw your thumb there and hold on to it. Oh, my Because there's no, there's no um, handle on the mug. That sounds really comfy. Um, 
And then one thing I also really like, this was a good idea from one of the fours that I talked to was um, they were once gifted a custom facial oil that was blended specifically for their skin type. And they actually went into a shop and had it done. So it wasn't like the person who gifted it had to know their skin type. It was just one of those. So if you have like a local, um, you know, maybe it's a, a local spa or somewhere where you can kind of facilitate that. Um, that we have a couple of resources in like the Portland area that I can something share with that's you guys. Unique just for them. Yeah, but something yeah where something is blended specifically for them, which I think is really cool. So, moral of the story: fours make sure it's very unique and specific to them. Period. Done. <laughs> I don't know if that helps very period. much. Period. Get to know your fours. So with type fives, they're called the observer or the investigator. Um, five, I think, is called the investigator for a reason <laughs> they're mm-hmm. super knowledge driven they're very analytical they can be so clever um and the personality type for them like would really love to kind of present equal parts intellectual and aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. so this is kind of where i like lean into the one side of the things too so for fives i think you know uh honestly like a library card <laughs> a book subscription yeah or audio audio yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah audiobook subscription um clothes that really match their very specific style so again this is a case where you really have to know that vibe yeah. in your life really well mm-hmm. um you also one of the ways i like to gift clothing to people obviously gift gift receipt people like do not be first of all and then set yourself up to not be offended if they don't like it oh yes um but also I like to give like a small clothing gift that's like a staple. So mm-hmm. like a company that makes a great white t-shirt. I know that sounds ridiculous, but a great white t-shirt. No. And then give them a gift certificate to that shop with that in yeah. mind and say like, or, you know, I had these things in mind for you, but I know you need this and here's a gift certificate for that. So they can kind of get specifically what they want, but go in the direction of knowing their style and choosing yeah. a brand mm-hmm. based on kind of what their general style is. Um, and then I would say like anything that does not add clutter to their life. Oh my God. So my husband's a five. <laughs> this <laughs> bring it to him girl. so much. Cause he, he has been the hardest person for me to figure out mm-hmm. because gifts and words are literally last on his love language list. And that's the opposite for me. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> me too. And he's a five. I'm a two. Like, I mean, he's so, and the thing is, is he doesn't love books like you'd expect a five to because he's very data driven more than he's knowledge driven because he will seek out the knowledge. He doesn't need somebody to like show it to him. He prefers to like do the digging and find it himself. So I really struggled with that, but I I'm looking at the things that you've put on here and I'm like, okay, yeah. Simple Mm -hmm. staples. Like he guys, I can't, I can't even buy him anything knickknacky. Like, so I think a great thing for Skylar would be like a freaking awesome Swiss army knife. Oh, or 100%. like a multi-tool something oh, like that so like i i like the juxtaposition like where you're like not every five geeks out on the same things 100 percent. they're very individual and uh-huh. just like fours in that regard where it, it's like my husband would not enjoy a man cave full of books he wants mm-hmm. a man cave like in a shop yeah so his knowledge is more on the practical side of things yes yeah yeah which i think is great so i think when you deep dive into a five um, you realize that like information is everything. Mm-hmm. Skylar asked the best questions, by the way. <laughs> he just like he knows all the questions to ask. Yes. And he wants to know like so much information about things. Yes. Um, but the more they know, like the, the better to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think knowledge really is power. 
with a five. And I think one way you can really help them kind of gather this information is to gift them books or courses or experiences related to their current obsession, Mm -hmm. (laughs) whether it is, you know, a certain area of literature or like woodworking or whatever the case may be. Um, And I think giving, again, something that doesn't offer clutter, but still adds knowledge and information, Mm -hmm. which there's so much good digital stuff out there. I think a really interesting um, gift to give a five would be a Skillshare membership. Mm, Yeah. So Skillshare is, yeah, Skillshare is like a website where people register to uh, instruct on certain topics in courses and like a mini video series. Well, they'd be great instructors, mm-hmm. but also they could consume Skillshare information in that space too. And so mm-hmm. a membership to Skillshare is really affordable. I think that'd be really cool. I have a five in my life who was like, Skillshare is the best. <laughs> um, and he loves woodworking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I also kind found of in the same category. It's been really hard for me to gift to him because I don't quite, I don't live in his world like enough like we're like his interest like he's it's such a singular thing that he does because he's really into woodworking and he makes knives um for fun and he's a sculptor i don't know what he needs like i have to ask him okay if you were to do this what things would you need and it's like the 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 lack of surprise is actually kind of comforting to him he's like it's oh, interesting right so you can specifically say like what do you want mm-hmm. and he's not what very good need? at being like i need this this and this he's like i would like to build this and I think I need this, this and that, but you might have to do a little bit of your own research to figure out what the rest of us because I haven't had the time to do it. That's happened to mm. me quite a bit. So you're kind of doing a little bit of research for them too. Yeah, a little bit. Cool. Yeah. And it's funny. What I've realized is for him, it's not that he needs the knowledge. He already knows what he wants. He already knows what he, what he mm-hmm. wants to do. He already knows how to do what he wants to do, but he lacks the supplies and the resources to do it. So for him, it's resources. So facilitating supplies and resources. Yeah. Facilitating supplies and resources. Yeah. Also, this is not really necessarily a gift, but if you didn't have have the money to give them the resources like maybe gifting them a coupon book that gives them the permission to have the time to do it because mm. uh, that's been hard for him is is teaching him because he doesn't take care of himself mm-hmm. because it doesn't seem efficient to him and like I don't know if this is true for all fives but for him it's been especially true is that he only looks at like efficiency and like what he should or shouldn't be doing it's a little mm-hmm. bit of like one tendencies there too but he I, I have had to teach him like look you feed into your own bucket first and if that means creating something that really has no practical value to you right this second that's okay Mm. like making a knife really has no practical value when it's really aesthetically beautiful because a lot of times it's just like it's just beautiful like people don't use it to like cut meat and they don't use it to like go hunting sometimes that's his dream is to make hunting knives beautiful things that people actually use beautiful practical functional Mm, things that's awesome anyway so like with fives i've noticed that it has a lot to do with the resources gifting Mm. resources is actually more applicable depending on what they're what they're interested in yeah and i think the the strategy from what i understand the strategy of a five is to really like get through life by not asking much of life not of other people, but just of life. Yep. Um, and and I think all the while they're hoping that kind of in return that others don't ask much of them. Oh, watch that for um, sure. And I think so. This is a, probably something I should have thought about in the beginning of this whole thought process within the Enneagram is like giving some thought to the triads 
mm-hmm. of like centers of intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll dig into this more in a future podcast episode with an actual Enneagram expert. can't not. <laughs> <laughs> but the centers of intelligence, I think, is another layer to the Enneagram that's really interesting where um, eight, nine, and one are centered in the gut. So they need more help being in touch with their mind and their heart. Mm-hmm. They're very body focused, although they can be, again, still really self-forgetting when it comes to their body. Mm-hmm. Um but they're very in check with like their gut right Mm. and then uh two three and four are very heart centered so they need help connecting in their mind logicalness that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then also tapping into um their gut and trusting themselves and then same goes with the last bit with five six and seven they're in their head Mm -hmm. they are in their head and they need help tapping in to their body their gut and their mind Mm -hmm. and so one of the things that i've heard said a lot about five six and seven is anything that encourages them to kind of re-inhabit their physicality so something like a gym membership a bike a kayak like anything that gives them the opportunity to be active can be really enormous value to them Mm -hmm. so i think we can dig into like the tech savvy side of a five and give them like a badass i have on here like a native union dock wireless charger for Mm -hmm. iphones it's freaking awesome Mm -hmm. i love that thing Um, lots of (laughs) lots of books Um, headphones can be really beneficial headphones but so the interesting thing is i think if we're facilitating something in the way of like a gym membership, a bicycle, kite, whatever it is, like think about things that allow them to also kind of be alone because they like that. Yes. They really like that. And they're yes. a lot more likely to have time where they are able to get in touch with their body if they're by themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. We probably can't spend too much more time on that because I think we could dig into it a lot more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> type sixes is the loyalist. So they are very vigilant incredibly thoughtful um and they really focus on risk over benefit so (laughs) analysis (laughs) and and they get really they can deal with a lot of anxiety um and i think a really practical like practical or wearable gift um that you can give a six where it kind of shows them their inherent strength or wisdom or maybe encourages them to kind of take a risk what i think i think would be great mm-hmm. um i think a really practical and hilarious set of gifts could be things like an alarm system a home home security <laughs> system a pepper spray um something safe but kind of like spontaneous mm. road safety kit that kind of stuff mm, okay. um i was talking to one of my friends who's a six and she's like oh my gosh i've been looking at this like road safety kit that's in like this beautiful leather bag and i was like <laughs> what the f like, who would oh, okay my type six friend All but right. it's like but it's like beautiful yeah and it's like thoughtful uh-huh. but it's also like we're prepared for a roadside emergency no, we got this like it's legit a leather bag that has like jumper cables in it it's wow. hilarious i don't know that's what she said i was like okay <laughs> um but I, if we look at the deep dive like sixes really look toward authorities for known security so um they'll kind of they have that loyalty sense right so they're the loyalist uh, and while everybody else kind of seems to be asking you know are you gonna love me sixes are asking like am i safe mm-hmm. and am i safe around you uh-huh, or am I safe and, in the environment? and security really is the thing that guides them and they tend to really desire like a really predictable life 
um as predictable as possible oh my gosh yeah and i think any gift that can kind of help them come to peace with things that may be out of control um that help them to trust themselves more to trust their own instincts again right get out of the head in touch with the body the heart um would be a really cool place to start again this is going to be really specific (laughs) to the type you know in your life but i think giving a gift that helps them manage things in their life that feel uncontrollable um or or at least like kind of encourages them toward being more spontaneous i think would be great Mm. um one of the things that one of the sixes in my life said was like a really nice weighted blanket Ooh. It was actually a really good gift for a six. Soothing. Soothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Practical. You put that blanket on and you're like, everything's going to be okay. Life is okay. I'm okay. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> there's tons of really cool science behind weighted blankets, but they, it really calms your central nervous system. I know. So that's that something to try. Um, and then I also, um, I, this is something I'm getting for a six in my life who doesn't listen to the podcast. So we're good. Um, <laughs> but uh, anthropology has this really cool, like ready for anything pouch. And it's great for folks who, like travel or keep a relatively minimalist like purse or bag and they can put like their cards their phone their pen like it's essentially like kind of like a a beefed up wallet it's really Um, beautiful too it's It's so beautiful minimalist but like high quality yep Uh, ready for anything i love that it's titled for i know that's what i liked about it too because i was like ready for anything (laughs) you know what i've loved gifting the sixes in my life really practical but beautiful cups oh that sounds like a really great mug a really great mug because a lot of the sixes in my life they really appreciate the functionality of it and the security of like this is my cup i know it sounds silly but they're the two different times that i've gifted them that it becomes their cup Mm, and they're they're prepared and they're prepared and yeah and they like to have the ones that go hot or cold yeah Mm -hmm. i think i think ritual in general Mm -hmm. is just really comforting to people and probably especially to a six it does so anything that really encourages ritual yeah um journal journal cup headspace app great coffee mug great coffee great like pour over coffee maker Mm -hmm. they like to slow down a little yeah or like um a, a special um tea what is it called mm. when you put the, it's like a little tea bucket where you put it in and it holds it in and you can just pull it out what's it called it's like oh. a tea it's almost like a french press but it's like something you put in your cup it's like yeah it's like a tea holder like the yeah. little ball or like the little yeah, yeah i mean yeah, yeah. exactly you, know. Helps you guys know what i'm talking about i don't remember I know. what it's called you know it's a tea about. thing yeah 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 um like a tea strainer yeah mm-hmm. something like that there's some really beautiful ones out there yeah yeah you can go and you can go beautiful with it too um okay Type seven is the enthusiast. They are spontaneous, pleasure seeking. <laughs> They're on the hunt for always the next best thing. Um, and they kind of struggle to be present because of that. And so I think anything that can really encourage presence and gratitude in your uh, type seven loved mm-hmm. one um, with like a little bit of whimsy oh, mixed whimsy. in. They love some whimsy. Yeah. 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 And so I think a fun suggestion for type sevens would be like anything that is like fast, fun generating or super yummy or just super distracting, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I, I think new experiences. So like an event or a concert, um, if you have the budget, like some of those crazy like around the world plane tickets Oh my God! where you can just be like, go anywhere. You oh know, obviously gosh. that's a very specific situation, Can but imagine? how cool would that be? Yeah. Um, and I think the deep dive for the seven is that they really have the tendency to become 
dissatisfied with whatever it is that they're doing or experiencing or living or whatever Mm -hmm. um, the grass kind of always seems to be greener and I think they're they tend to be convinced that another event or a new activity will be the solution to all of their problems (laughs) and this is just again I'm not an expert but the sevens in my life this is really what I see um, and what I've learned in being a student of the Enneagram and I think like they don't stay with anything for a super long time Mm -hmm. so if you have a which I totally have a seven in my life who's like she gets the whole like you know she's all over the place with stuff but she's like a closer like she finishes stuff and I know that sevens really struggle to like finish things mm-hmm. um but they don't stay with anything for like a super long time or long enough to get like really true satisfaction from it mm-hmm. um and so anything true that considers yeah. them to be more present and in, in the moment and like the three the seven and the eight are all future oriented types so we're all like you think we're here but we're actually living our life 10 years ahead of now like that's which is a mistake that we're making yeah. right mm-hmm. we need to be present we can still have vi- we can be visionaries but we can we need to be present and the, the seven is sometimes called like the visionary mm, okay. um and so i think something that helps them really stay so like maybe a mindfulness app Ooh. uh or like a watch with like pre-programmed mindfulness um like prompts okay um for fun for fun like if we're not going deep dive a couple more fun things i think a gift card for airbnb would be great for a seven. Oh yeah and then i think also um like a great like travel companion bag like or even like a fanny pack like the mm. bagu fanny pack mm-hmm, i think would be mm-hmm. great mm. um and it allows them one. to like be on the move and then there's this really cute hat from outdoor voices which is an uh um, athletic wear company um that i really love hmm. uh it's a hat this is doing things it literally is just like a ball cap this is like doing, doing things, things. <laughs> so i'm busy i'm, I'm busy. over here i'm busy <laughs> so it's hard to gift wrong for a seven because they, they love whimsy they will do they just love everything they're just enthusiastic I wonder if there's about any everything. sevens out there that don't like disney oh yep i know one oh. <laughs> oh, i would love to know more about that i know some sevens in my life but we also i mean our friend brianne who's a seven she loves some disney i know that's yeah. why i was like i wonder if there are any yep <laughs> um okay eights challenger it me <laughs> the boss the challenger um we're very independent we're very strong kind of in our own right um and we tend to be contrarians who love to kind of exert control over ourselves, not as much our surroundings, but mostly ourselves, but sometimes our surroundings depends mm-hmm. on how healthy we are um, and how it affects you. Yes. So the deep dive for the eight is that we are powerful. We're strong. Um, people want us on their team. True. <laughs> and I, I think the intensity and control are really at the top of the list for me personally. Um, I get shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be really difficult for me to trust people because of any fear of like future betrayal mm. which i've already mm-hmm. plotted out like i know how they're gonna betray me <laughs> it's very sad you've never um, said that to me before i already know uh, uh, but you won't which is why we're still f- good friends well no. this is why twos and eights um, pull together <laughs> but vulnerability um does not come easy mm. so i think anything that helps them like re-engage with our innocence with softness softness yeah softness yeah mm-hmm. softening um, and things that they like really don't want others to see. <laughs> Can't wait to um, give you your Christmas. So present. I think <sighs> a huge gift to an eight is just 
like I'm just gonna be super real like this is not like a gift thing just be a really damn good friend to the eights in your life Mm -hmm. if you love them because the best thing that you can do for an eight is just you yourself become a really safe landing place for them consistent Um, and and practice being vulnerable with them yourself Mm -hmm. and they'll they'll match that they like to match you to match their energy so if you're vulnerable they'll be vulnerable too Mm -hmm. um and i would say consider a gift that proves your commitment to them (laughs) which is like again very specific to the eight in your life Mm -hmm. this is the funny thing every eight that i talk to which i have several in my life said get me a gift card or cash stop pussyfooting around and getting me shit i don't want or need (laughs) and i was just like yes the intensity and this is like the eights eights think they know best right so Mm -hmm. invest wisely and don't because like i can't even tell you how how bad people are giving me gifts they're really bad at it They're so bad at it. <laughs> the intensity when it's, you talk to someone, like, no, for real, they're really like, bad at like, it. Like, like really <laughs> bad. Um, and so, investing wisely in like a gift card or giving them straight up cash, they're gonna receive it well. Like, mm-hmm. don't be worried about it. Um, a nice handwritten note that says how much you love them. That's a good one. I was like, is um, that a good one or is that like uncomfortable? I was worried that that's uncomfortable. No, as long as you talk about them in the note, you're And it's, okay. like, private, and they don't have to, like, read it out loud. Oh, hell no. <laughs> do not make me read a sweet note out loud. Ooh. Although, if I... When I had to do... Like, when we were opening our wedding gifts, and I, like, oh, had to yeah. read cards and stuff in a group, I don't... Do not open your wedding gifts in a large group if you're mm-hmm. an eight. Um, <laughs> I literally looked at it, and I would just, like, read parts of it. Right? I would just read, the like, the card card part, and mm-hmm. not the part people wrote to me. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, another thing. fun thing to do for an eight is an audible membership so mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. we are constantly improving reading becoming improving more yourselves. badass leaders mm-hmm. any books on leadership <laughs> are always good mm-hmm. um concert tickets hey i could get behind that Concert tickets heck mm-hmm. yes um and then this is like i don't know i'm just writing my wish list so if you're my friend <laughs> and you're listening just go ahead um no uh and another friend actually suggested this as well who's an eight and she said uh, like a really nice leather laptop case mm-hmm. so we always have our computer we're freaking bosses yep. okay we got things to do mm-hmm. uh and so the like a, a really nice like madewell makes a really nice leather laptop mm. case and this is the last thing this is very specific <laughs> they have to be a dog person <laughs> they have to be prepared for a dog oh, right. do not surprise them <laughs> so this is like if you have a partner who's an eight and they have expressed that they wanted a dog at some point get them a freaking puppy oh my goodness that uh, nothing has made me tap into my innocence more other than being a parent mm-hmm. tap into that softness more than having a freaking dog mm. she just melts me mm-hmm. i'm just like what do you i just love you so much oh. like because they're these little helpless creatures and yeah. we have to help them we and have they're to take vulnerable care of them. and you were going to take care yeah yes. you're going to care for them mm-hmm. yeah they're sad little puppies i mean they're great they're happy puppies too <laughs> but i think a puppy would be great Keep most eights i know talk about the, their dog like yeah. constantly <laughs> so That's sweet it's me it's me. Um, and then the last beautiful type is type nine they're the peacemaker Yay. um there's nothing a nine loves more than like harmony they love everything <laughs> to be in it they want that balance mm-hmm. immediately um and in the heat of a disagreement like the peacekeeping personality type really sees all sides that's a and we're blessing. talking all nine sides. I love nines. Yeah, that's a blessing. I love nine. Everybody needs some nines in their life. Yeah, no kidding. So I would say get your nine a really useful gift that kind of matches their very warm but also like really versatile personality. I think nines are the hardest to gift for 
because they take up characteristics of all the other types so you're like what do you really want because they don't express their needs and wants either yeah because they have been told that their needs and wants are not important or not a priority it's hard to sometimes you get mistyped twos and nines because they're so similar Uh like that um and i think (laughs) one of my friends oh my gosh she's so hilarious she was like a recommendation letter for an internship at the un (laughs) i was like oh my what (laughs) okay this is not this is a joke this is not a gift but i thought that was hilarious because she was like she was in like her social justice place oh my god she's like i just need to be at the un i can just change the world from here and i was like well you know i'm an eight so i agree with you like go (laughs) go for it um but i think something that adds to like what they consider really valuable Mm -hmm. so i think this is so interesting because a lot of the gift suggestions i saw in my research for nines were in the space of like how do i get more cozy more cozy more comfortable Mm -hmm. and josh my husband is a nine and he's always talked about how he doesn't resonate with any of that shit Mm. he's like i don't want a blanket i don't need a sweater like I want to go hike. So his, it's about where your nine. How could it be comfortable hiking? Seeks comfort. In Not even, what? he doesn't even care about being comfortable hiking. He mm. just wants to have fun. He just wants but to The hiking facilitate. makes him comfortable. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So I would say, again, this is a know your nine situation. Mm-hmm. Know your, know your person. Um, and, and like, I think something that allows them to get out some anger actually would be really interesting so i've heard a lot about like a punching bag for eights but i think that would actually be really good for a nine yeah like a boxing setup for working mm-hmm. out because they got some anger in them they're just they not don't expressing like it. it nine wing aches don't like that because it makes them uncomfortable nope. and so they need a way to express yeah. it yeah yep. whereas and eights I, are like yes uh-huh and i think <laughs> peace is really again peace is really everything for a nine so they tend to avoid reality and they're mm-hmm. trying to maintain their inner peace. They're avoiding conflict at all costs. Mm-hmm. My husband is a poor nine married to an eight. Um, <laughs> um, and you find out. So find out what it is that they love. Like what mm-hmm. do they collect and just add to their collection. They're going to be so happy. Mm-hmm. So like nines are really afraid to rock the boat if they stand for something too hard. It might cause conflict or disconnection. So I would consider helping a nine find their voice. So if there's like a charitable cause that they love, help facilitate something. Mm. A couple of the nines in my life, this is a big suggestion, um, but a couple of the nines in my life both want to start like a nonprofit. Mm. Do something for them that helps facilitate that journey. Like Mm. just get them a journal that's like notes on my nonprofit or whatever it is maybe like, some sort of like course that's like 10 steps to start your nonprofit. Or yeah like, yeah absolutely something, something, like, something that. like that mm-hmm. um but something that will support their causes um oh, that helps them find their voice helps them wake up to become like the fullest version of themselves and so like i said like boxing gloves and a punching bag are really not a bad idea mm-hmm. <laughs> anything that allows them to really wake up to themselves um so i would say like for my husband like all he wants is like for me to be like hey you're not doing anything today we're going hiking mm-hmm. and then i probably if i stash like a flask of whiskey in my bag he would be really happy about that at the top <laughs> of the hike <gasps> so it's I'd, like think about the comfort that they want mm-hmm. um uh, board games and card games is something that a lot of nines said to me because they incorporate community mm. and like chill cozy time mm, I can yeah. game mm-hmm. night situation mm-hmm. but not we're not talking about like boisterous game night situation we're talking about chill Remy board game card game yes <laughs> um 
settlers of Catan. Yeah, <laughs> a long get get your snacks. I was thinking <laughs> like yoga classes would be really great for a nine. Help them get in touch with their body um, and slow down. Mm-hmm. And um, I also like my friend Sarah from Steady in Flight makes these beautiful essential oil scented uh, candles. So yummy. Her chai really candle. Holy crap. But she's going to have some holiday stuff coming out. <gasps> she and then, just released it, I think. I know. Mm-hmm. So we'll link to that for you guys. Um, but I would say something specific to their interests and like do the work for a nine. Yeah. Show them that you know who they are, that you see them and that they're valued. Like that's yeah. so important for a nine. So, all right. That is all of the nine types. So many good things. And gifting for them. So we hope this is really helpful in your quest to get the right gift for the people in your life. Hope it makes sense because, man, this really clarifies things for me. Tell you what. I'll tell you what. And let's talk about this on Instagram. So DM us if you have specific things for your Enneagram type that you like to receive as gifts yeah. and we'll add it to a list and maybe we'll we share could like more brainstorm together i love it let's yeah. do it all right so look for more on instagram you guys thanks for joining us today on this episode of rebel heart radio you can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our instagram you can ask us anything we love to get to know you guys Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.